Welcome to BS We Women Tell Ourselves, a place where we get real, raw, and unfiltered about the BS we hear, see, and maybe take as truth. I'm so grateful you're here as part of this community of women that are sick of their own bullshit and ready to tell themselves a new story and love themselves unconditionally. I'm Kate Toy, self-compassion coach, entrepreneur, mama to three amazing humans, a life partner of over 25 years to an incredible guy, and a traveler on the journey of understanding myself. I have to say that understanding yourself with love and compassion is a powerful way to stop telling yourself your own BS. For me, it has compressed the time of my healing. My teacher Gabor says, suffering arises out of the degree that we are unconscious about ourselves. I couldn't agree more. I also want you to know, I fully appreciate that understanding yourself is big, brave, bold work. I know at times you're swimming against a fast current and I want you to know I see you and I honor you. I know it is hard work. I want you to know you're not alone and that you are so worth the work. I'm so glad that you're here today. Let's dive on in to this episode. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, I'm so happy that you're here today. Today, I just want to offer that this uh, episode may be a bit uncomfortable. It may be a bit emotionally triggering. It may um, create create feelings of uncomfortableness, of unrest, of unease, of many things inside of you. And I, I want to share that I honor you know yourself better than anyone. And that if this is not the time for you to listen to this, you're welcome to shut it off. If this is not the time that these words resonate with you, or this feels judgmental, I want you to know that these words are spoken from the most mm, clearest, actually, the most clearest, connected, full of love place of my heart. And that my offering is always, so far, and I think will always be something that I myself have learned, struggled with, worked through, am working through, am learning about, or I can relate. There's never, this is never a place of judgment. And if I, and I really want to share if you feel that, that is not my intent. And I would say that is a beautiful gift inside of you, showing you where you next get to grow, or if not next, what still gets to be um, understood about yourself. So welcome to today. Today is all about needs. I talk a lot about needs. I work with a lot of women in understanding their needs, creating healthy boundaries, understanding their core um, beliefs that don't support them where they are now. These stories that we tell ourselves that we're not good enough, that we're unlovable, that 
we need external validation that once fill in the blank sees us for who we really are, then we will feel, we will feel, feel that F-E-E-L, feel that worth inside of ourselves. We do a lot of, I work with, I've done this work. I love doing this work with women and it's big work. It is really shattering all of the core beliefs or mistruths or perceptions or things that we held as as our truths or that could not be any other way or even parts that we knew weren't healthy we would cling on to or I can speak for myself I would hang on to these beliefs because looking at what was underneath them inside of me was painful both are painful both are painful. However, you know, they have that saying, the devil that you know. So if I knew it was painful to hang on to limiting beliefs, at least I knew what that pain felt like, even though it felt gross. And I believed in my deepest beliefs that it could be different. What if I was wrong? Right. And I know that wasn't my pure essence. Now I know that wasn't my pure essence that didn't believe it could be different but there were parts of me that that just wanted to hang on and honestly there were parts of me that wanted to keep keep being angry at the other people I really thought that if I reminded myself every day of the shit that happened to me that somehow some way the people that hurt me, this would be affecting them. This is not what today is about, really, maybe in a roundabout way. But that came, so I offer that to you, that I really remember waking up, and I might have woken up not angry, and I had to remind myself to be angry. I had to remind myself of the shit that had happened to me that why you know and now just saying this out loud maybe it was even a reminding myself of if this has happened to you you can't be happy which is so not true our purpose on this earth is not to suffer our purpose on this earth is not to suffer Our purpose on this earth is not to suffer. I I will say that again and again, because for so long I suffered. I didn't know how good it could be. I didn't know what personal freedom could feel like, what it could be like to not have those negative, constant hamster wheel of thoughts circulating through your head. It's so still and peaceful and I'm able to be present in such a different way. And I'm able to express my needs, which brings me to today's topic about expressing our needs and how, when I think back over the years, how I really thought that I was expressing my needs and I really wasn't. 
it's kind of came as a revelation not that many months ago. Uh, my house is always the house where we gather. And I absolutely love that, that we're able to do that. And another part of me also felt that I had to create something that every cupboard had to be clean, that the fridge had to be immaculate inside, that it should look like nobody lived here. And that was an absolute story I was telling myself. And it really got in the way of me being present with the people who I really wanted to be present with in my home. And I was having this conversation with my sister and I was sharing these things that came as a total surprise to her that this was this internal dialogue I was having with myself. And then I started talking about how I had thought I was expressing my needs and how after my third C-section and a five-year-old and a almost three-year-old, I thought I was expressing, I would love for someone to come and take my older two babies and play with them and entertain them and be with them so that I could heal my third C-section. And I don't take epidurals well. So with my first birth, I needed 11 epidurals in my spine. And then with my second, I only needed two. And then with my third, I think I needed five. And that long needle going in your spine repeatedly, I'm sure it does damage. And your body, I mean, if you've had kids, my God, you're making a human. My God, you're making a human. And I didn't really, I didn't want to, I didn't, I, I don't even know if it was conscious, but I know that my motto was, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. And my God, I would love it if somebody else would have it. But that's a double-edged sword. And I don't know if you can relate to that. I understand now that is um, trauma-related. I understand that very clearly now how that's related to childhood trauma. And I'll talk about trauma forever. Because I think trauma has this strange stigma. And I will say again, if you are born, you have trauma. Being born in this world today is traumatic. Being born into this world today is traumatic. My kids were born by C-section. How can that not be traumatic? I got 11 needles in my spine while my son was in me. How can that not be traumatic for him? You know, some doctors tell people still now, let your baby cry it out. 
when all your baby knows is your heartbeat? How can that not be traumatic? Moms used to have a whole community to come around them and support them while they brought this new life into the world. My understanding in America and group and here, Canada, sorry, I own my own business when I had my first child. So there was no maternity leave. It was back to it two weeks later. How is that not traumatic? So yes, not being able to express your needs can come from being left in a crib to cry. You've expressed your needs, you've cried, but no one's coming. So do you express your needs? Do you? And what does that look like if you express your needs? You speak with I language. I am feeling very tired today. I would appreciate if someone else was able to make dinner tonight because I need to go lay down and take care of myself. Do you make a request? Or do you make a demand? If you aren't happy with hearing no, then that isn't a request. That's a demand. I need someone to take down the recycling. I'm just thinking of this from words I say in my house. I need someone to take down the recycling. Can you take down the recycling? If I say, can you? And the answer is no, then I have to be okay with that because that was a request. I just would offer for you to get really curious about language because language is so powerful. And we're not really taught how to communicate. And I don't know about you, but a lot of people in my world that I work with and myself, I wasn't really taught how to ever express my needs. And I also know how many of us expressed our needs and they were met. And there is no judgment here. It's the reality of this world, the speed of this world, the responsibilities on people. Two people working all of the time. Who has the energy, their own presence, their own peace? their own activities that are filling their hearts to meet my needs. 
Are you filling your heart? Are you taking time to nurture yourself, to be rested, to eat nutritiously, to hydrate, to walk in the forest? How are you expressing your needs? Just to get curious. And again, I offer you know yourself better than anyone. And there's no judgment here. There's only offerings. So do you know how to express your needs? Or do you express your needs through the lens of shame or guilt or judgment? I'm the only one that does anything around here ever. Sure would be nice if someone else would help. Whew. <laughs> Are people lining up? Are people lining up to carry the weight? Being mindful of our words is big work. Please give yourself grace in that, that this is a journey that you're human, that we're learning, that you're putting forth effort into how you speak. Record yourself. Hear what it sounds like. Were your needs expressed there? And I think they were expressed but perhaps it wasn't the need of needing the house cleaned. That comment sounds like there's a deeper hurt underneath. I'm all alone. Who is helping me? Who sees all that I do? Am I valued? When you start listening for others' needs, in words that come off, maybe not like a sentence asking for something. So sorry if I, if I can, if my words are confusing there, but I'm just thinking of our kids. I'm thinking of our kids and when they say hurtful things or they might say something so random that we can't follow why they're saying that if we get curious about perhaps what the need is I need to know I'm safe I need to know you love me no matter what I need to know you've got me there's always a need underneath the words and for yourself before those words come out, if you can get curious about what your needs are, what are your needs that are hidden in these words? And if you can be bold and brave enough to just say those needs. And finally, to gift yourself self-compassion and grace. As I said before, so much of this is tied back to our childhood. 
our trauma responses. It's safer to do it alone. If I don't ask, I can't be disappointed. I don't even know how to express my needs. Is it even possible in this house that I as a little person even have needs? Are they seen? Is it, is it safer to be good, to be quiet? To not rock the boat. To not need. We all have needs, we're human. It is part of our human condition. And I say that with so much love. And when our needs are met, how glorious that is. And when you can love yourself unconditionally, how many of those needs you can meet. And you'll realize that they don't get met externally. They couldn't get next met externally because many of those things are internal pieces that we need to become conscious of so we no longer have to suffer and then from a place of complete self-love compassion and understanding in the most kind and patient way we can express what we need with I language. I need to go for a walk alone now. I need to sleep now. I need others in this house to do some of these duties of a house. I need you to value what I bring to this organization. I need you to see what I bring to this organization and to promote me as appropriate. I need for us to speak in a kind way to each other where we each can hear the other. Today is just about offering you space and a place that you can just get curious about the language that you use. And, and do you let people know your needs? And if it's possible at all for you to play with that, you can start really small. It doesn't have to be a huge ask from the gate. You can practice. You can practice the words that you use, the intention behind your words. And you can just get curious about what goes on in your body when you do this.
Until next time, I hope that you can play in love and self-compassion and grace with expressing your needs and to understand why it might be hard and why you might not trust right away that those needs will be met. And also to gift those in your life, the understanding and awareness of right now, am I making a demand or am I making a request? And if I'm making a request, I have to be okay that the answer might be no. I offer you so much love. And I want you to know you are so worth the work. And the work that you do is not only changing your lives, but it's changing the lives of everyone who you ripple through. I love spending time with you. Take great care. And I hope you come and find me. Check me out on um, Instagram, Kate Toy Self-Compassion, or Facebook, Kate Toy Self-Compassion Coach. Be well.